Hi, welcome to another episode of Not Alone Today podcast. My name is Joseph. And I am Anu. Welcome. So today's episode is um, based on another question we got from one of the listeners. Um, so this is from Felix. And Felix is asking, um, I was addicted to masturbation, but I'm on a journey of recovery. Prior to embarking on this journey to recovery, I had other girls that I used to just satisfy my sexual urges with. And I also masturbate to satisfy my urge. Whereas I'm also in a relationship and practicing no sex until marriage with my partner. (laughs) Now that I'm getting better and on a journey to recovery, my question is, should I tell her about it? Interesting question, isn't it? What are your first thoughts? Felix is a con man. <laughs> Why would you say that? Ah, how can you say you're practicing no sex without in marriage? <laughs> Why you've done all the doings about <laughs> that's a bit so <laughs> conny in a sense. Yeah. I'm a bit serious, but I'm also joking, but yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so um what would you say to Felix? Okay, I wouldn't know what to say to Felix because he's a man and you men, you, you think logically. But I would say to Felix what I think your fiancé will think, will feel mm. when this comes out yeah. using my own feelings. Yeah. If that makes sense. I value truth in a relationship mm-hmm. so much that I like to update my husband on every tiny little bit of things that happen to me mm-hmm. just so he can reciprocate the same. Mm, which it doesn't do. <laughs> which it doesn't which is not too bad yeah so for you to now tell me mm-hmm. that ha you've had girls not just a girl girls <laughs> that you've had sex with mm-hmm. you've done massive like you've done everything you've been bad <laughs> that you're asking me to be good it would it would hurt me honestly that's what I, I, I think and I also think it's not really safe for you to be going through that recovery process on your own while you're in a relationship. Okay. And the word fiancé means you guys are about to get married. Mm. So, if you, I'm saying, okay, what I'm thinking is if this starts, if you're able to keep this secret, I, I don't know if it's right or wrong, honestly. It depends. Yeah. I'm not in your shoes, so I wouldn't know. And I don't know how your fiancé take, takes things. So, it might you must have evaluated the situation for you to come to this conclusion whether you should tell her or not mm. but I'm thinking if, if you keep secrets before your marriage it will be very easy for you to also be secretive in your marriage and that might not be helpful mm. and that might cause lots of friction but because you're used <clears throat> you're already comfortable and familiar with this way of thinking you wouldn't see it as bad and if she talks about it you think she's nagging and things and it might cause more quarrel what do you think? <laughs> Those are interesting thoughts. And um, for me, I think the fact that he's asking this question itself is a pointer to the fact that he knows he needs to have this conversation. It's a tough conversation, but a conversation that surely needs to be had. True. Um, I think it's even gone too far. This relationship had allowed secrecy to linger for too long, mm-hmm. but it's never too late to redeem it. True. I, I know that logically, the reason it's been delayed this long is because naturally you want to think Felix wants to think about okay so what would be the reaction of my fiance when mm, I say all of this true. she probably would just say okay that's it you could have gone on in deception for this long I don't think I want to settle with such a man so mm. hasta la vista bye um, 
And of course, if it comes to that, you you you, you sow the seed, so you should reap the harvest. But I'm <laughs> I'm open and trusting that it won't. To be gracious and to be realistic and practical at the same time. When we started cutting, one of the things I I was intentional about is mm-hmm. always sharing about where I'm coming from. So um, my journey through addiction with porn, addiction with masturbation and all that didn't come to you as as a surprise. I think one of the things that I did pre-courtship before Mm. our relationship started was to ensure that you helped me edit a manuscript of one of my books that I was working on at the time Mm -hmm. in which I had shared some of these gory details (laughs) of of what my journey through that uh, went through. And I I, I wasn't there to, to see what would have been your reaction when you read those things mm. i remember you sending back the manuscript and i was seeing some of your comments in the sidebar at different parts of the manuscript <laughs> to say oh my god omg and things like <laughs> that. the holiness yeah so <laughs> it's it's good but i knew right i mean one of the things i learned as as far as journeying through addictions go is the power of openness the power mm. of sincerity the power of you being honest um mm. I didn't start sharing my story of my victory over my addiction when I had totally stopped falling, in a mm. sense, when the cycle had ended. I began to share while I was still rising and falling, knowing that actually the ultimate victory has been won in my knowledge of the truth. Mm. Addictions in themselves, and maybe we'll talk about this in another episode because there is another question or many other questions on addiction um, mm. from our archives. But the, the, the addiction in itself, it's not a big deal, so to speak. Mm. Um, the journey to recovery as well won't look like you wake up one morning and everything is gone. <laughs> you are now so there yeah, is no longer any vulnerabilities or susceptibilities mm. to want to do those things that you've been negatively addicted to. But knowing, I mean, first and foremost, that God accepts you. Mm. Knowing secondarily that being able to stop doing that thing or mm. or not doesn't diminish or increase how much god loves you True. how much god accepts you that knowledge in itself was liberating and, and freeing for me and so once i laid hold on that reality especially rooted in hebrews 4 15 to 16 we do not have a high priest that is not touched by the feelings of our infirmities because he was tempted in all points as we mm. are yet without sin. sin therefore come boldly to the throne of mm. grace to obtain mercy and find grace in the time of need mm. the day that scripture came alive in my heart to mean jesus understands what i'm going through mm. he understands my my vulnerabilities in these different areas of my life mm. and therefore i can always go to him to report myself and if i can go to him to report myself and he doesn't mm. reject That's me naturally that kind of boosts my confidence to know that I can as well tell people one because I know there are other people that are struggling like this and perhaps this same truth that is beginning to give me the experience or the foretaste of freedom Mm -hmm. can do the same for them and secondly that I'm just living a a, a honest life in that Mm -hmm. sense um, I remember there was some time, I don't know if you remember this, during our courtship when I actually sent you a message that I slipped back into masturbation once or twice or something. Mm. And I told you about it. Can you remember? I think so. And you you, you responded by saying, I think actually what you, your response was the fact that you sensed it. 
or something like maybe they told you like <laughs> you picked it already um yeah that was a face basically but i was honest with that i and that helped me to nip it in the bud right before it became something so that's the power of openness that's the power of accountability that's the power of vulnerability as scholar said don't be scared of the person if our big god is open to hear these things over and over again mm-hmm then your fiancé would be able to accept it. It's part of who you are, you see. So she can't just marry half of you while she doesn't know the other half. And knowing, for me, knowing Joseph's struggle with masturbation and addiction while we were cutting kind of made it more dearer to me. Like, oh, he's going to... There I was. I haven't done anything. All I've done is just read um, Mills and Boone and things. But there is a word, a hardcore, a hardcore problem. I haven't gone through everything. Like, it kind of gave me a fair bargaining chance in the relationship, I think. Mm. And who knows? Who knows what your fiance will return to? She might come and say, and she might fight and shout at you and think, say, you're a liar, you pretend, and just go off for months. But the God that you serve, will help her to say things in Jesus' name. It's it's a prayer. We can't predict what she would say. Mm. We only know that it's it's best to be open about this and just say it, but God help us. God help you. Yeah, the, the, the point is, if you're weighing it, weighing the possible responses vis-a-vis the cost of not saying this, mm. not disclosing this. I think one is one definitely outweighs the other. True. Um, and this goes on to not just this issue. This is something that will continue to recur in relationships, even in your marriage. The need to have difficult conversations will not go away. Mm. The interesting thing is the way God had wired us is such that these difficult conversations actually help us to it takes us deeper in our relationships mm, takes us to the next nature. level so i found out in i mean in our marriage in our courtship and now it's still ongoing till now that the more difficult conversations we have the more our hearts seem to be knitted together the more mm. we are in sync the more we are able to it's like we are sinking deeper into each other's love, if you get what I mean. Mm. At the moment of the conversation, it's oh not palatable. Oh. It's like the walls are going to fall. Oh it's like the room and, becomes hotter. And this is not even issues about sex, masturbation, or whatever. I mean, this is just everyday life issues now. Everyday life issues that you would naturally think that that's just a normal thing to talk about. But mm. yes, as normal as it is, the fact that two people are coming together to live together for the rest of their lives and not just live in terms of cohabits but live in terms of becoming one there is a whole lot of conflict and challenges and issues that will come from that but you have to pay the price to have the honest tough conversations true and i think what has helped us when we have these tough conversations is that we both know that Come what may, you go with your shout and you slam the door and everybody goes their way. The Holy Spirit will find a way to talk to this person, talk to that person. One person will come apologize and the other would say, I'm just about to say sorry to her, things yeah. like that. So 
<laughs> bingo pool is much more it's better it's, it's better safer. More. it's, it's safer. safer it's and it, it it would help your recovery process too you you're able to think it's not sitting on your on your shoulders mm. and and that's uh, that's what i wanted to say that you should start with the prayer involving god in the conversation before you go to her how you would prepare your speech and things would help mm-hmm. and also and i think some women appreciate the fact that if you have like a mentor you can just talk to them that you're about to have a serious conversation with her that what do you how would they advise you to prepare the grounds before you say the things you want to say if she says that you've taken all these considerations as a woman though i'm not sure how your fiance will take it i would after my ranting and everything, I would reflect and think, ah, he's tried. He's done all this just to make me take it in well. Hmm. So it, it might actually foster your coming back together mm-hmm. than just saying, hey, you, sit down there. I did this. What do you want to do? Do you want to leave or go? Nobody talks like that. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I hope that's, that's helpful. And of course, we can't overemphasize the place of prayer. I've, I've had some tough conversations even before getting into this relationship uh, come marriage um, with other people. <clears throat> so if you commit this to God's hand, Go ahead, speak to your fiancé about it and make this a culture going forward to say we're going to be plain, we're going to be sincere, we're going to be open with one another. Any concluding thoughts? No, you've said it all and God help every Felix out there <laughs> and every fiancé out there. It's, it's tough. It's tough living with secrets or knowing your partner is not being open or truthful to you. Mm. I it hasn't happened to me but i'm feeling the fear right now just thinking <laughs> about it but with god all things are possible absolutely yes um i hope this was helpful god bless you for listening and please drop your comments and if you like us take any questions please let us know and we will try as much as we can to respond to your questions Thank you very much for joining us for yet another episode. Um, Remember to share with your friends, subscribe to the podcast, rate it on the different platforms that you use to listen to your podcast. And we'll be with you some other time soon. And remember, you're not alone. Today. God bless you.